0: Have you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Hello. Hello? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic Mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. Here with you as always, Katie, myself. Psychic medium, and always with me is our producer, D Scott, Howdy. and dear friend, and my other dear friend and psychic medium, Michelle Lyons-Falita. Hey, everyone. And we have our friend and returning guest back with us to discuss, you know, different traditions of the holidays, and I'm going to turn it over to Michelle to enter our.
1: I'm excited to have our, a fan favorite back on, our, our friend of yep. many years. <laughs> um, Barb Nesnack of Willow Tree Wisdom is here to talk about uh, frankincense, myrrh, and yule and those traditions. And she, Barb is probably one of the most traditional people I know. Yes. Not traditional, if that makes sense. You always make me
0: feel bad with your, your Facebook posts. Like, you oh, do? she gets so much done. I know.
1: I can barely do the minimum.
0: You get it, all this stuff done for the holiday traditions, Barb.
2: Did you my post yesterday? Yes. Jamie Torch figgy pudding? <laughs>
0: yep. I'll tell you, amazing. Amazing that you get that stuff done.
2: So this year I made figgy pudding and treacle tart. Jeez.
3: Treacle
2: tart is Harry Potter's favorite dessert. And also, if you remember Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, do you remember Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Yes, I do. Do you remember that? child napper with the big nose he offered the kids candies and treacle tart to come out of hiding and it was the treacle tart that they came out of hiding for Oh, was it worth it was it that good I wouldn't have come out of hiding
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh you're funny Barb so usually we have you on for Krampus so if any of our listeners are um, you know listening in or listening back on old episodes you can listen in on the episode where Barb talks about everything Krampus um we've decided not to discuss Krampus this year because all of 2020 was fucking Krampus
2: so (laughs) So, that that
0: 2023
2: but I'll tell you then one Krampus thing I read a book the name of the book is Krampus the Yule Lord and it's by Brahm, who's like a fantasy artist. Mm. Such a really good job. He it's uh he's tied in all these figures from Norse mythology and he's mm. pretty on, on a lot of it. There's one thing I won't tell you because if you read the book, like who Santa Claus actually is is a bit of a um interesting twist. But mm-hmm. it's Krampus the Yule Lord by Brahm. I would highly recommend it
1: check it out oh, is
0: interesting it, is
2: okay it, well an adult book or a kid book it's an adult definitely an adult book okay <laughs> definitely <laughs> got
0: it so barb talk to us about and, and share with our listeners some traditional pagan yule things that we can do either from home or even actually the history
1: you know really feel the season to feel the magic of it i think so much of the magic is yep. lost these days
2: so, you know, magic's everywhere. Ma- you know, magic is just everywhere. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you know, we make Christmas cookies. And one of the things, not just Christmas cookies, but like most of my holiday, like baking and creations, I always just grab the magic out of the air and sprinkle it on. I mean, that, that's a really easy thing that everybody can do. The magic is there. Just reach out and grab it and, you know, sprinkle it on your cookies or your cakes or your pies or your whatever it is you're making. And- I love
1: that. Just the magic. I've seen you do it. Yeah, when we're over for lunch and your hands are going, I'm thinking, and I overthink it. It's like, did I get it? Did I catch the magic?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's. But yeah, we do do a a lot of traditional things. I mean, I like you know, the mince. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was because Oliver Cromwell outlawed Christmas in England and the colonies. So if you were If you were caught with like figgy pudding or a mince pie or a goose, you could actually be put in prison that time of year. So I'm still defying Cromwell, what, 500 500 years later? (laughs) later.
0: Right. I love that.
2: But, you know, Katie, you said Christmas and Yule traditions or and There's not a lot of difference, you know. Right. right? That Christians, you know, Christians. Are looking for the return of the or the you know the birth of the sun, S O N, and and pagans are um, l- waiting for the return of the literal sun. So, uh, a yeah. lot of the traditions in northern climates are the same, and that the reasons for that. You know, when you if you're raised Christian and then you become pagan, you'll hear a lot of people say, "Oh, the Christians stole our traditions." It's, it's not really that they were stolen. And a lot of that came from um, Pope Gregory. So when he mm-hmm. was sending the bishops out to convert the heathens and the pagans, he would say, you know, so if they need plug um, to make Mary at, at Yuletide, don't take it away from them. Just baptize it a little. So it was really, the reason there's so many um, pagan customs in Christian in Christianity is because of the ben, um, benevolence of Pope Gregory. He just, yep. you know.
1: you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> and, them.
2: and then, you know, they don't really know when Christ was born. They they think probably sometime in the spring, but the, the idea of, you know, the return of the sun or the return of hope was so ingrained in the people. And it was this December holiday when the sun was returning. <sighs> Just moved the birthday of Christ to coincide with Yule. Yeah, it's
1: two thousand years ago, so it's okay if it's not the right month. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, and it, it is like I, I just it's whatever you're celebrating. It's wonderful. Celebrate, you know, like mm-hmm. right. Life, celebrate.
0: So, what's the significance then? I'm sorry, um, Michelle. What's the significance then of the frankincense and myrrh i mean i know that we've they say that they brought it to um baby jesus um as a gift but what is the original significance of frankincense well first of all i love both of them but i use i use frankincense every single day
1: so good for headaches too
0: yeah it's great on your skin too
2: so the wise men and the wise men were probably astrologers the I read a real good, like it was more like a documentary about who the who they actually were a few years ago. I can't think of the name of it, and it would probably bore most people anyway. But <laughs> they brought gold and frankincense and myrrh, and the and at that point in history, the frankincense would have been worth more than the gold.
0: Mm,
1: really?
2: Yes. Is
1: it a resin? Is it a that's a resin, yeah. right?
2: Both frankincense and myrrh are both resins um frankincense comes from the boswellia tree um and and they they are a little bit in danger right now um over harvesting and habitat degradation yeah. and it takes 25 years before the resin can be harvested from the tree oh. so, so it is a tree sap basically um like all cultures, there's there's almost no there's been there's been frankincense found in like every ancient culture. There was frankincense in King Tut's tomb. Yeah. Uh, Most Egyptian burial sites, like all over the Middle East and East Africa, East Asia. Um so it it just it was a it was a very, very valuable resin
1: it's so interesting.
2: So, it
0: is. It's fascinating.
2: Yeah, so that they the gold obviously was used probably to get the family to um to Egypt. And they probably could have sold some of that frankincense and myrrh too. It was it was very valuable. Um but there're also the uses of it. You know, so <laughs> and anything that you look up like they'll talk about the the spiritual uses, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, cleanses your aura, dispels negativity. It it's often used in churches, but it's also I have some notes here on um, medicinal uses. It is anti tumor, you know, it's really? viral. It's just, um, it it's very very powerful medicine. Primarily used, um, it's it's more used externally than internally you know it's used in essential oil form but um but it is it's it was a very valuable medicine in addition to the spiritual uses for it so let me see frankincense is anti-inflammatory expectorant. so you know if you have a cough that's not productive it's an it's um Anxia, its anxiolytic, so it's really good for anxiety. Oh wow! And also antineurotic.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. I can think of where to diffuse that.
2: <laughs> you know, and most people don't. That may be why they used it, you know, ceremonially too. That mm. then, you know, people look at our answers, but right. but they were not. So you know, so if you think. You know, like in a in a large area like a like a a, a church service or some kind of a service to be censoring with some things like frankincense and myrrh, it would calm down the people that were there. Mm-hmm. yeah I
0: can tell you years ago, I had one of the worst cases of laryngitis I've ever had, and tried everything. I gargled i i I did everything you're supposed to. And I had contacted a friend who sings in a band and I said, Greg Simmons and crying out loud, mm-hmm. shout out to them. And I said, I have no voice. I have a show this week and all these different things. And he said, he gave me all kinds of different instructions. And one of the tips he said was, he said, put a couple of drops of frankincense in water and gargle with it. And he said, it should help. It should get rid of the inflammation by God. It was the first thing that had worked in like two days.
1: Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it it yeah. gets like got rid of it like almost immediately, Michelle. It was is actually pretty fascinating. Oh gosh.
1: What what I've used it for, I went through a period of time where I was getting migraines. You know, it was during that certain change in life. And um I, I had a food grade, they call it food grade um frankincense, and they said put it in the roof of your mouth between your soft and your hard palate where they meet, and it would eradicate my headache.
2: Um, you know Instantly. weirdly you're talking earlier about dementia, um, frankincense and myrrh on the roof of the mouth. Yeah. Have shown Thomas in with, in dementia and dementia patients too.
1: Ooh. And now. Oh, we'll try.
2: Roof of the mouth. Yep. Huh. So I have a couple people right now that are using it.
0: Interesting. Huh.
1: People are running, running to the store as we speak.
0: <laughs> I know as we speak. Um, so, Barb, what are some of the other traditions? You're talking about Yule and, and actual Yule is this week, the 21st. Yes. Yes.
2: The
0: solstice.
2: Yes. So it's the, it, it's the, of the year. I mean, we've, we've had three celebrations this weekend. I'm, like, tired. <laughs> <laughs> Party animal. So a lot of, um, like, pagans usually you'll start your ritual in the dark yeah if you're doing a group ritual you'll start your ritual in the dark um you know and then after you consecrate your space then you then you light the candles and you bring on all the light this is the year where the this is the time of year where the you've heard of the oak king and the holly king yes yes you know so one of them dies do you know which one dies the
1: oak i think right
2: Everybody thinks that because they associate holly with Christmas, but it's the holly king. Oh that man! Now the days are going to start getting longer, and the oak king.
0: Oh, because the trees oh, are going to bud. Is- gotcha. I gotcha.
2: Yep. So, um, so that's kind of a big part of like most pagan festivals. If you live in someplace where you you know where you can have a fire, a lot of times you'll jump the jump the fire or jump the cauldron that's for like fertility in the coming year um mm. divination is always a part of a, a pagan well I can't say always you know like not all groups are the same but most groups will do some kind of divination and that's if you think about your your heritage cultures like Brombarket like for the Irish at mm-hmm. Um, or even like figgy pudding, there would always be different things baked into them, like a thimble or a, a gold ring, and whoever. Mm-hmm.
0: Was oh, that's true.
2: Was prophetic for that time of year. So, um,
1: so. just it, it brings just so much, so much festiveness. Yep. You know, and it, it's just—I don't know—I feel like so much of it is
2: lost. But you know it think about well part of it the reason it's lost is cuz we are not agricultural.
0: Mm. Was- Interesting, that's a great point.
2: Yeah, I live right. A- I do I I am aware of like the hardships that are going to like getting getting food and water to our animals this time of year. It's like it it's a little bit of a of a drudge and sometimes <laughs> hard work. You know, so think about people that lived in climates where now the water is going to freeze you know they're right. not going to have access to fruits and vegetables. So you know, they're going to be eating you know a lot of dried foods um you know like
0: or canned things that they had canned and but yeah
2: till the 50s i mean can't, can't oh eat. right so then stuff would have been dried um make a, try to make a confit sometime where you're layering. And, and, you know, that was just a way to preserve food. You go into some really upscale restaurants now and like confit is a delicacy, but right. it like, uh, use fat to preserve, you know, food so that it would last longer. My figgy pudding that I just made, it took, it was four weeks. Oh my God, Barb. Yeah. So you have to, you make the pudding and it used to be done like the well, for Christmas, bless your
0: heart. I can't do shit for four minutes.
2: <laughs>
0: I, See, literally-
2: I would
1: forget that I was making pudding after we like,
0: do, a- Me <laughs> too. I'd come back out and go, Oh, here's that stuff I forgot all about. Like a Happy ago. Yule!
2: <laughs> Start, like the first of Advent, and then non, you know, like pagans would have started at about the same time. Um, and then stirred in like, you know, things like, like the rings or whatever, if you were going to use it for divination, but like the whole family would like stir and make the pudding together. And mm. that's, that's too them using it with their, with their family kind of magic. And then it's, oh gosh. it sits four weeks, like in a root cellar. I don't have a root cellar. So mine was wrapped in three layers of parchment in the refrigerator, but um, it, it, it's, you know, it's just traditional. It's wonderful. It's got all the, like, fruits and spices and things that, um, you know, are known for the season. And, and I just love it. But
0: mm, no.
1: <clears throat> Now, the log, the, the Yule log seems to have lasted more than a lot of the traditions where you can you know, tune to the Yule log on television.
2: The Yule log on television?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's 24-7. And shockingly they haven't like done away with that yet
0: nobody's figured it out <laughs> at one of the big networks right
2: well i don't really realize if they mean it to be a yule log it's funny because willie was watching it the other night he had the wood stove going and he put that fire log on and <laughs> in front of a fire <laughs> um so, you know, we did a yule log class on friday on friday night i saw that yeah so and then we use like I, we, well, I was gonna use only traditional things this year, like cloves and cinnamon and star anise, and I dried oranges and apples, and oh um, I, I thought about this like really blingy plastic fruit <laughs> I don't know that. But um, <laughs> so so, and then there's all kinds. There's different traditions, you know, like in. Probably Norway, Sweden, but if you read any of the Jane Austen Christmas, they would do that, too. Like, they would just drag this giant Yule log in, and it would burn all night. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they would usually save a piece to start the next year's fire. Um, I usually save a piece of my Christmas tree. I
0: think Michelle does, too.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
1: we, we saved the tree from last year, so we'll burn it on Thursday night, our Christmas tree from last year.
2: But, you know, like Yule, like Halloween, it's not a day. Yule is not a day. It's a season. It's Yule time. You know, so. Right. Christianity, we're not, this is not the Christmas season. This is Advent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a time where you think about, like, what did you do, whether you're pagan or Christian, what did you do in the last year that benefited you? Like, what did you do that maybe you need to let go of or didn't? Mm. And then so that you, you you know, you keep winter, you you reflect on that kind of stuff and you start, you know, like making plans for what you want to do
1: differently this time around.
2: This is the time where you get ready to keep winter. And in our society, we, we don't do that. We don't keep winter. We run around like crazy or, you know, like I, I like where I live because I can't leave when the weather's bad. Like I worry. It's a great feeling. I have to have have to keep winter, but we're biologically meant to. We're meant to slow down and eat warm foods and, you know, like sit by the fire, do handwork and not be out running around fighting the weather. Right. And it
0: really does. I think it has, you know, that's so funny because it probably is somewhere in our, you know, brain that we're supposed to do that because that's probably why so many people get depressed and they get overwhelmed and anxious during this time of year because maybe because of the dark, but the feeling that they have to be driven constantly, especially going into the holiday season with go, go, go and get get get.
2: It's a system chilling out. <clears throat> it's a societal ill and that's the thing. If you're not happy all the time, we got a little pink pill for you. But yes, it very well could be your your body or your spirit saying, hey, you know, this is what we're meant to do this time of year. And we don't. We're very
0: so with if people wanted to do some things like on Thursday, like with a Yule log or maybe even um in in kind of closing out the year as we move into the new year, what would you recommend? I would um, recommend,
2: you know, if you don't have you and I still have like six or seven logs still on my porch. If anybody thinks they have time to make one, we drill, you know, pre-drill the holes for the candles, but You know, if you don't have a log, take some greens and light a candle. Make one of those orange pomades where you're putting the cloves in the oranges, you know, Mm -hmm. and then like you think about what you want to manifest and then for every clove that you put in, you know, kind of like say, say a prayer or, or, you know, say a mantras, you know, say something Mm -hmm. over over and over again, like, um, you know, for what you want to manifest and, Say that with each clove that you put in.
1: Oh, I love that barb.
2: They're kind of nice things to do. You and know, then you go, save that. Go buy some ginger cookies. You know, mm. so get a little eggnog and some rum and some ginger cookies and light a candle and sip some cloves and an orange. Voila, you have a celebration.
0: <laughs> I think that's awesome. Perfect. Voila. Um, and do you do you do anything where you're writing out the things and then you're putting them in like an orange or um, burning them?
2: We did that one of our celebrations. We put them in like ornaments with greens and things. I usually write them on a star and um, I do that like with my family. I'll have them all write what they want in a star and hang it on the tree, oh. and then season I burn them. I drive when- my my family crazy with these activities, you know? But, I love it. Well,
0: you know, I actually was thinking that because my kids, and I'm sure Michelle's do too, um, will say like, mom, what do you have for this? And sometimes it's when they have people over and most of the time they don't want me to pull out my woo-woo stuff. Right. So <laughs> when they're asking for it, I'm like, oh, let me get my stuff together. Mom, so oh, I was thinking yeah. to myself, you always have Liz and everybody around the table Working on everything, and they're probably like mom, or they're Uh, used to it.
2: No, they are, but also their friends. Like my kids' friends will show up when they need stuff. You know, either because they're sick or they're sad or they're right. I'll I'll tell you, this is off the Christmas track, but my nephew was captain of the varsity football team.
0: Okay,
2: here before they had been state champions. So this year, they're. So he came like Aunt Barb, like my team sucks. You gotta help. So... Yeah. <laughs> so, and I have permission to share this. So I did a power animal retrieval, and he got like a Kodiak bear. Ooh. Okay. He ate salmon and berries and nuts and like he really researched the bear and whatever. So then he was um, that Saturday on the paper. He was on the front page of the paper like six feet up in the air over the other opposing team. Like and they you're not, like you're there. <laughs> but they lose I did power animal retrievals for like every kid on that team. And I'm oh, like they're gonna burn me at the stake. <laughs> right. Right. The
0: community. Community is gonna come after you with pitchforks. Have you found, I don't know, I know Michelle and I kind of talked about it before. I have found every year we hit December, and boy, does the spirit activity go crazy.
2: So much so. Wow. But that's why Christmas is is always associated with ghost stories. I know. I know. It is, yeah. Because
0: I'm telling you, like, I'll be sitting here, and I'll look up, and the door is, you know, like, partially ajar. And I literally will see somebody kind of like, you know, peek around the corner and there's nobody there. And I'm, and it's, it's constant. So I can clear again and gets quiet for like a day. Does it again. It's every time it starts at Halloween and it's right through to new year.
1: I clear my house daily this time of year has to be. daily.
0: Yeah. I didn't even think of doing that, but I've done all the other stuff and I thought to myself, geez, I wonder with Barb doing all of her, Her stuff there, and having everybody in the house—if it's keyed up, more spirit activity. Ashley, has anything happened around your granddaughter?
2: Around Emma? Yeah. Like
0: spirit stuff, ghosts.
2: You know, not so much for Christmas, I don't think. But she doesn't. She. That would not be out of the ordinary for her. Like, she's never been told, no, you can't see that. That didn't happen. Right. Awesome. You know what I mean? So, my, like my kids kind of been raised honor what they see. And, you know, she really is too.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. So, we were um stopped in to visit, and she came running out with us.
0: Oops. Oh, we lost her.
2: Lost Barb.
0: Huh.
1: Let me message her.
2: That was weird. That was my phone ringing.
0: Uh, Here she is. There she is. Yeah. We um, didn't lose her.
2: But Sears books, like, talk about traditions. For, like, people our age, who would get that Sears book toys. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 Now it's the Amazon
0: door
2: <laughs> <my> <laughs> catalog <laughs> and she came running with the book and her mother's like can you get in the door and i said no it's okay so they had this um magic set i think it's like little types
1: no
2: it up and she goes what do you think grandma should i ask santa for this do you think that it's real magic oh is it fake magic and i said it looks fun and fun is real magic so
0: Oh, you're such a Oh, girl. you're so great Barb. Barb.
2: <laughs> it for, for Christmas. So. <laughs> yes, you
0: <did.
1: laughs> oh. You know, I, I missed the Sears catalog. When the Sears catalog came, you just lost your shit. You yep. know? Oh yeah. Like, oh my god, it's coming.
0: Years ago, which was kind of funny. We were in high school and 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 you know, obviously, kind of beyond going through, you know, kind of being cool. And I dated a guy who was very immature. He'd grab it and he'd sit in the living room and he'd circle everything and go, I want this. And tell me, like, I was going to buy it all for him. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> We're both in high school. But he would it would be all the toys, all the tools, everything he wanted. My God. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. It is funny with that, with the kids.
2: Oh. The modern traditions, and they're good. It is, you know, like, it is okay and hope and want things, and um, you know, think about things that you like might enjoy or would like to have. So, somebody was said the other day something about keeping it simple, and it's like, no, I'm not keeping it simple, I don't want to keep it simple. This is the, the, like the biggest celebration we yep. for a year, you know, we've lived another year, we've got an, another one. To look forward to the days are getting longer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like celebrate and celebrate big. Don't keep it simple.
0: I I think if there's anything that we've learned in the last probably three years since 2020
2: mm-hmm.
0: is to, and whatever you feel like, just go do it. Like don't keep waiting or putting it off or not using the good dishes. You, do whatever you feel like. It's it's urgent now to do or it's exciting now to do. Go do it. Yep.
1: And I guess that's so important because do what you want. I mean, it seems to be that everyone is trying to be, you know, look like they're having the best time on social media. It's almost like a competition. Yep. Do what feels right. Do what feeds your soul. Yeah, I think that's so important. Yeah, N- not everything needs to be a photo op.
0: Right, hundred percent for that. Um, yeah, I'm I, the same thing too. I've been getting a lot of messages. And um, actually had heard from Alex Bradley, tons of dreaming during this time of year. And again, I think it's because our body clocks have changed. Yeah. So people are having much more, not only vivid dreams, but dreams of family that's crossed over, but much more in depth and then reaching out to me saying, oh, I dreamt about this. And this person was there. And I think it's more common this time of year, whatever that is with the, the waves and keeping in mind, Mercury is still retrograde. Mm-hmm. And Schumann's resonance has been off the charts. Solar flare, solar, solar storms—it's storms. Yeah.
3: been really crazy. high.
2: Poor, perfect know, storm. That <clears throat> too. I had three parties this weekend, in a church service, and the retrograde, like all this stuff. You cannot believe the things that went wrong. Um. <laughs> but you know what? I I said to Elizabeth, a lot of things went wrong. Like I. You know, things were not quite as Norman Rockwellish as I had anticipated. <laughs> turned out wonderful, like in spite of it all. So Right. You know, it's just you know, like that that faith and not holding on to stuff, you know, like set plans and go they go a little sideways like
1: so So do an outline
2: <clears throat> Yeah and, and then
1: let it fill itself in.
2: Yeah, kind of oh things that so we've been doing a church service too for Tom again yeah. what'd you say' Barb? had Tom on the podcast
1: we have oh yes
2: yeah. oh he did this week Thurman was um you know because he kind of knows the people that hang out here and he said you know usually like you go to church or something at Christmas time and they talk to you about how more important it is to give than to receive. He said, but I don't think that's true for this group. So today I'm doing a sermon on the importance of receiving. Oh, was, I love that. that his service, like, you know, how important it is to say like, just thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you for the help. Mm-hmm. On help. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. That's My God. like one of our goals that we set to be
1: to be a to get. Oh my God! Yeah, that. You know, I think Tom, when in a, in a past life, was one of the wise men. Talk about astrology. <laughs> Maybe
2: he could be.
1: That's my that's my thing.
0: He's a beautiful soul too. Yeah, he's a, he's just a beautiful soul. Good person, good energy, going into the new year. So Barb, if you could make a wish for the new year. Going into Yule. Um, I can't. I can't what, what would you like to th- see happen? For the world? Well, for the world or for your family or for yourself?
2: I would like to see the world become human. Mm. I would love to, you know, we were just talking about like and the, you know, like taking sides on things. And how about we don't take sides? How about we're not like, you know, like pro-Russia or pro-this or pro-Democrat or pro-Republican. And Mm. we just became pro-human. You know, like. I I like that. that, Yeah. That that we stopped using the word they. That everybody just became us. Like, I would love to see us all be us.
1: hmm because as soon as you create a they you create tension.
2: Yep. Or you create create division and mm. divine all. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree with that. Yep, agree. Um so what would you I, like to see for yourself, for your household?
2: I don't know, Katie. We're good. Good. You, you know, know like how, we're, how about we're, catching we're. your
1: horses? did you catch your horses? No, yet? I still
2: haven't caught my horses, so that's my immediate wish. <laughs> and i think now they're kind of resenting the fact that they didn't let themselves be caught um because you know jack always wants to be wild but now the grass is gone and now it's so muddy that i can't it's going to be a couple days before i can get them but you know shiloh wanted to come in he did not she always defers to him oh shiloh um, so now you know she's out there getting wet, and she doesn't like
0: it. <laughs> oh, for baby! So you got to catch the horses, yeah. Michelle, what would you like to see hmm. um, for yourself for your family?
1: Oh my gosh, that's such a good. And I, I should be should have been thinking about it. Oh gosh, yeah. I, I think I want just better um, communication when it comes to like stuff with my mom and taking care of my mom um with her challenges things with my immediate family i have to say are really i'm really happy we just seem to be communicating well and just really just enjoying each other's company so um i think i would like to be able to travel and see the older two sons because i that's what I, I think spending time with them in their worlds where they live and where they play. that's, that's- Oh,
0: I like that. Yeah. I can see that. I can understand that. Yeah. And
1: health, of course, health and happiness.
0: Good. Dee, what would you like going into Yule in the new year? A new car. No. Uh- <laughs> Make it be, you got to manifest that.
3: Well, ironically, my lease is up next year, so I'll get a new car. But uh, <laughs> there you voila. go, ta da voila. <laughs> but no, for me, just continued growth in my profession and uh, and success in all the stuff that I'm doing right now, because it's it's taken a long time for me to get to where I'm at at this point in my career. And to be honest with you, I'm really just getting started. So
0: good. Oh, that's exciting
3: it's to hear. So that's-
0: really nice to hear from the beginning and to the end of our friendship or not. There is no end. But till now, I should say, <laughs> when we first met, I know that there was so many things that were in your way and and disappointment. So it's nice to see you thriving mm-hmm. and being happy.
1: Moving those you. hurdles.
2: <laughs> so that on a paper star, sprinkle it with a little frankincense and myrrh. And um, hang it up and then burn it at the end of the season.
1: I so love that.
2: When does the season end?
1: Little Christmas.
2: Yeah. That makes me crazy. Like, we're in Advent now. We're not in Christmas. Christmas starts the 25th, and it goes to the 6th. And you got all these people that, like, celebrate the tw- the day after the the first day, second day of Christmas. They're taking down their, their trees and their ornaments and packing up their stuff. And it's like, drag it out. Like have mm-hmm. puzzles, keep cooking food that's festive because it's yuletide not a day, or it's Christmas time. In the Victorian times, they would call it the festive season. Hey, mm. it's a season. I
1: love that.
0: I do too.
1: Katie, how about you?
0: What would you like? like I would like, um, well, we have another baby on the way, so I really want to make sure that the family and the baby and everybody is healthy and happy. Um, really, my kids to be, you know, thriving and happy. I really uh, want that so much going into their future. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's kind of like Dee said, I really want my, my, my own profession, my own business, my career to keep growing and flourishing and I, and I it, it always seems like it is and it kind of changes and migrates in different ways so um, more of that and again um, kind of what we talked about earlier is just being able to have you know peace being able to slow down and um, appreciate things not running to and from everything um, being, so you know yeah. yeah just kind of slow the time down a little bit being present more So I think that that's my goal is, is that more internally, more peaceful and and being present more in things.
1: That sounds wonderful.
0: My girlfriend the other night, she had everybody there, and she said, "Oh, you know, why don't you come on over?" And I kept thinking, "Oh God, I don't know," you know, hanging out with a group of people and it's it's (laughs) her family, but I had a great time. And, um, you know, sat around talk with the kids and everything. It was a lot of fun. And I'm really glad I did it. And that's the stuff I need to do more of for my own soul.
1: Isn't it hard to get out? <clears throat> I yes. have a hard time convincing myself. And plus, I, I don't really see well at night when I drive because of having LASIK so many years ago. So it's just like, oh, do I really want to do it? But I'm, nine times out of ten, it's a blast when you get yourself
0: out there. Right. Right. It's- Glad you did it. So that's that's more of what I'm hoping for and going into. And we already know that what the energies, especially for certain um, zodiac signs going into the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. is going to go on a, a great 15-year loop, thunder, whatever. And um, it's going to be a much lighter energy than what we're leaving behind.
1: Thank God. Yeah, you know, we keep thinking like we got through like 2020 and oh 21. I swear it's gotten more difficult with each year. So I'm hoping that I agree with
0: that. And I don't ever remember um, somebody was at one of my shows the other day and they said, Oh, you came to my house. And the year they said, um, I think it was the very first year I started doing readings. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I have had three or four times where I thought, Jesus, this energy is really tougher. This was a tougher year. And it was overall, like for clients, yeah. I never had a time where it stayed consistently tough, challenging.
1: Right. right. And I hate to even
0: use that that terminology because it's like putting the negative out there. But especially this past year was kind of like whatever you didn't finish up before we're gonna get you with now yeah.
1: but then I, I like that though because we're getting it out of the way That was oh like yeah we're stepping into the blank room where everything's possible and
2: Tom yep.
1: did tell us that that this is you know we're, we're finally over the hump
2: but also right because it- you-
0: return of Saturn or Ur- Uranus or something Saturn, too yeah
2: you know but think about no back to you all so if you lived mm-hmm. in an agricultural society 800 900 years ago you didn't you know like you didn't have a guarantee that the sun was coming back we know that so but we're in that place emotionally spiritually physically a lot of people have felt over the last few years that like maybe there's not going to be an end in sight you know we're in that dark place so
0: right oh
2: get your drums out light your candles help help it along you know what i mean like add right. your, add your light to that you know, to that but energy and you know that was something we talked about too you know like cuz we're going into the age of aquarius and a lot mm-hmm. of this dark stuff that's going on behind the scenes you know are is there ever going to be like repercussions are the are the individuals that have per- perpetrated a lot of this on humanity ever going to be brought accountable mm-hmm. and you know we are talking about you know, everything can collapse and then worse people will take over or everything can collapse and something bright and better, you know, and that's really up to us energy that we put into all of this. Right.
0: I think a lot of us though. And, and I, I know from talking to other healers and light workers, I think a lot of us are really going into a fatigue this year at the end of the year. Yes. And that we definitely are the ones that are kind of like, okay, I just need to take a step away for a minute, because mm-hmm. this is a lot.
1: How many times have I said in the last two months, maybe I'll retire?
0: <laughs> you, you said it to me, start. right. You're not going to retire.
1: No, I'm not, but I just say I, it. Just, just just, to say it.
2: <laughs> I, second wind. I feel exactly. like I, I was there I was there, like, I was very angry with the two of the people closest to me and not because of COVID because of COVID policy. So I right. really dark, angry place for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think that I, there is a light, there is a light. And we, you know, we need to be part of it. We need to shine, shine it and we need to like become really, really human. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we should all do
1: that. I think we should all consciously think of, of, you know adding the light and i, I love right. That, right? reading mists of avalon i love that the whole chapter on the tour and the, putting on all the lights and starting the new fire for the new year and watching it circle and i think that just the energies that that are miss us as humans doing that it's all artificial light it's all yeah. the tv screens and everything so let's let's light something up for the whole season but maybe we can all specifically say on thursday night
2: yeah i mean you guys know it's both what both of you do you know the spirits are there and yes michelle mm-hmm. they miss us we don't honor the weather we don't honor the seasons we okay. don't collectively honor anything anymore no so, you know a lot of it is it's superficial and it's it's empty it's, yeah so we need to really start bringing that back to for our families, for our communities. And this is a great time to kind of initiate that.
1: There's nothing like sitting around a fire in the cold with the stars above you and maybe, you know, a cup of tea or a nice pretty glass of wine with the light shining from the fire through it. Oh, my gosh. It's just something so primal and so alive.
2: Yeah. So,
0: I love that. Absolutely love that. Um, Barb, what other classes do you have coming up?
2: Well, we do have Tom's, Tom's really like kicked into high gear. So he's doing a, a, he's doing the monthly morning, morning church service. Then he's doing the message serve, circle, <clears throat> which I love because he really kind of encourages the people in the group start trusting their intuition and then he's got a six week like um opening your intuition class coming up we've always got like monthly magic um i'm doing soul retrieval in january i think that's five days very pretty intense class so should people that's go to
1: so. your facebook page or to the website to- there, Come there's over
2: on the website, and then everything's always
1: on the Facebook page. Okay, that's willow tree wisdom.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's so many wonderful things that you can do out at Barb's, and you never know what you're going to (laughs) discover.
0: Well, the other part of it is that she's also, uh, I know we've talked about it before, an amazing um, healer, Mm -hmm. herbalist, and so if you you and your family are in need of um, some help, in that area with your health, you want to check in with, if you've tried, especially if you're, you've been like myself and my family, you're sick of everything else yeah. and um, literally, and you want to um, kind of go uh, a healthier way and truly more effective way. Mm-hmm. You want to connect with Barb. Barb is, is definitely that, that is your gift that you are a genius in that.
2: Yes. Well. Wow. I just don't understand anything else. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to be good at it because that's what you are, right?
2: Well, um, yeah, it could. That could be it. Like, I don't understand why. You know, you you take something and it gives you a side effect, so then you need something else for the side effect, and then you need something else for that side effect, and people show up on nine and ten and fifteen prescriptions. Oh, the symptoms of the first one. And it's all derived from plants and plants love us. I don't right. you know, I don't think petrochemicals care about us at all.
1: Right. That's right. the crazy thing. The first time, you know, they started advertising drugs maybe 10, 15 years ago. I thought it was a joke. Like, you know, oh, like a Saturday Night and, Live, and, Live like, commercial.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, may cause death. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yep. I can remember yeah. that. The, one of the first ones I ever saw was for, um, and not, not to say that people don't need certain medications, but I right. believe it was for an antidepressant. Mm-hmm. And the commercial was like a little pill happy, bouncing, popping happy along with like a green cloud over it. And I thought to myself, what <laughs> am I looking at? <laughs> but yeah, so, um, definitely I think people, and I hope they are, are kind of um turning the tides back and and finding more natural and holistic things and you especially know, if that is an interest to you
3: make sure you connect with barb
1: dennis you were going to say something
3: oh those are my favorite commercials tara can tell you i yell at the television every time i, <laughs> I literally i will i have conversations with them because it's like oh do you suffer from plaque psoriasis take this you may grow an extra arm out of your ass but... <laughs> he does, he does. <laughs> and i'm like what the f- what what why yeah I exactly do like this is a joke this has got to be a joke uh yeah,
1: yeah. the first one i ever saw was back when i you know would watch Saturday Night Live and would actually stay awake long enough to watch it. And yes. Because remember, they had the, the, like the Love John? It was like the toilet for couples that don't like to be apart. So I thought it was one of those, but it was an actual drug commercial. I'm like, holy moly. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Now they've made them even more appealing by making them sound like show tunes.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I know which one you mean. Yeah. Yes. No singing dancing. And
3: dancing. I'm like, it's like fucking grease. What are we doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: This is
2: Just not, to this lure is you
0: in. Big, big, big money. Thing. Yeah.
2: Well, I did. You know, I had a conversation with a, a doctor a couple months ago because, you know, about putting people, people have one high A1C and boom, they're on metformin. You know, well, why don't you talk to people about diet and exercise? Because if you're putting them on the pill, but there's no changes, like, it's not getting better really. It's just artificial but the you know, the condition is still building up and they said, Well, people aren't gonna make any changes. And it's like, well don't don't think you should like give them the option, like explain right. them.
0: But you want to know something that's really weird that you're talking about that now obviously we didn't have all these pharmaceuticals. We've completely gone off the the topic here of Yule and everything else. But um those are my favorite shows. And um but I I might have shared this one time on the air, but a couple of years ago, I had this thing. I don't know what I was watching, but I was like, what was the difference in our lifestyle and diet that in the 50s and the 60s and even the 70s, women and families were eating, you know, great big beef dinners, mashed potatoes, homemade, like all these things. And they never gained any weight. So I started to, to, obviously there's things genetically modified now, but their lifestyle and their diet, obviously women didn't, there was only one car in the family. Mm -hmm. So, and they, um, if they weren't working women, they would, um, clean the house and they took care of the kids and they would walk to the market on a daily basis. They didn't have a lot of stuff refrigerated and, um, you know, if they lived on a farm, they, they all worked on the farm. So our lifestyle was completely different, but the biggest thing was we didn't have those kind of limitations like don't eat carbs and don't eat this. It was everything was, but everything was much more in moderation Mm -hmm. and people were far less overweight and far less unhealthy.
1: And there were a lot, there were no streaming services. There were a lot fewer TV channels. <laughs> not everyone yeah. had air conditioning. It's, well, it's
0: funny because the, the trend now, or this one of the things that they talk about is this thing called, um, and I actually love it. It's called simple living. Mm. And it's really how Barb lives. It's if I get to it, I get to it. I'm not going to rush myself to get to it. And, um, and living out kind of in isolation and nature and, and, you know, working with your land. And it's, it's definitely a quieter way. And people are finding that they're much happier, much more right. peaceful.
2: And and children were allowed to go outside and play.
0: Right. Oh, my gosh, Barb. Forgot about that. 100% ride their bikes, play outside.
1: And we always talk about you. You come home uh, at noon at the noon fire whistle. And then the 5 o'clock whistle, you came home for dinner. And then you came back in when the streetlights came on. Yep. Mm-hmm. it was just simple and easy and you went and you used your imagination and you, you had a great time and you were filthy, dirty and exhausted at the end of the day. <laughs> was great. My feet would be black.
0: <laughs> yep. Barefoot. Yep, also. Exactly. Your parents never even knew where you were. Um, right. Well, Barb, thank you again for bringing um, so much knowledge to us. And, and again, taking us off track. But I really appreciate you sharing Yule, and I hope our listeners this week on Thursday um, make sure to do right. something Yule-like to get themselves into the Yuletide season.
1: Do some if, magic. <laughs>
2: do Thursday, like, don't stress. Do it on Friday. You know, People think that, oh, my God, if I don't do some this thing at 12 o'clock on such and such a day, it's not going to work. You know, we're... Yep. God's image. So we have the power to order the stars. So Mm -hmm. your ritual, just add that little caveat, you know, like may all astrological projections be correct and celebrate something at some time.
0: Oh, I love that. Love it. Absolutely love it. So (laughs) Barbara, thank you. (laughs) So again, for our listeners, it's willow tree wisdom, Barbara Nesnick. You can go through the willow tree wisdom website. Um, or the Facebook page and see classes and offerings um, that Barb has coming up. And um, Michelle, do you have anything that's coming up going into the new year? Um,
1: I've got some private parties and things, but uh, nothing, nothing on the books yet. I've been trying to put myself into neutral. Um, I said, once February kicks in, I'll start booking some more of the dowsing classes
0: um, oh, good.
1: Excellent. So I've had a lot of requests. So yeah.
0: And Mr. D Scott.
3: Schedule is wide open at this <laughs> point. Uh, so if you need a DJ for anything, I'm always willing to uh, to discuss your event and uh, help you out. D Scott radio at yahoo.com. And if I could just plug my personal podcast real quick inside the mind of D Scott, my last episode, I kind of reflected on this year. There's a lot of a lot of just little nuggets in there that you can take. It's all my personal experience, but nuggets that you can take into your personal life and apply them to everything that you have going on. Cause contrary to just being a pretty face on the show. Which <laughs> uh, you actually, are. Which which yeah. scares me is when I get done doing stuff and like Tara will tell me, She's that was a really good podcast. And it's like I just started saying words and apparently like some some helpful stuff is in there. So by all means, you're going to hear it on the same streaming platform you're listening to this podcast on. Uh, if, if you just want to listen to me ramble and give you some <laughs> knowledge of which I really didn't know, didn't know I had, um, <laughs> by all means, go listen to that podcast. Oh, awesome!
0: Um, I have, I have, um, we have booked the show for Vapor Casino, um, so that will be in the spring. I will be going back to um, doing classes and more gallery readings. First one will be January 5th at Grapevine Farms. I think tickets are still available, but I will be back at Reiki Rocks and Rock and Soul. Um, So I've got a lot of different things coming up for the year, as well as teaching some online classes. So um, if you're interested in any of those things, shows or classes, please check out my website, and my Facebook page. And again, uh, we are running a contest, I'm going to be posting it tomorrow for our podcast, we do these periodically, asking for show suggestions and ideas, Mm -hmm. as we go into 2024. And um, would really like to hear from our listeners. And um, we will be drawing from the contest um, for a personal reading with myself and um so hopefully we get some more of your great ideas we've had some wonderful um we stuff used, and we we, we and used. we went to a bunch of them yeah. this year yeah. we, we made it to them and i and i know we're going to be going again so um i thought we were going to try and go on winter but it, it doesn't seem like it's going that we might do a little bit of traveling in the middle of winter <laughs> um, to hey, take everybody along
1: it's the winter season so we're chilling yes out.
0: exactly so <laughs> Again, to our listeners, please, please send us in your your ideas. I'll be posting and then um, and when I do the drawing, I'll let everybody know. But uh, thank you all again, especially the crew immediate um, mm-hmm. for an amazing year and being such mm-hmm. good friends and such good co-hosts um, year round. And I I love what I do for a living, but I especially love doing what I do with you guys. Aww, and I'm you know. so grateful to to you guys for this, and to our listeners. And so, please keep sharing us, liking us, um, subscribing, and um, sending us your suggestions. And everybody, have an amazing holiday and a very, very happy New Year. We'll see you in 2024.
3: And if the platform allows, please rate the podcast five stars. It helps. Yes, the grow. rate the podcast.
0: Yes. Thank you.